Namaste. My name is Deepali Kulkarni. I'm the Director of Human Rights at the Hindu American Foundation. I'm here today with a Hindu activist in Bangladesh who's choosing to remain anonymous for his safety. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, namaste. Thank you, Deepali. Recently, there's been a downpour of violence on the entire country of Bangladesh, which basically uh, happened because of a social media post. Um, so there have been real lives lost, um, temples desecrated, homes burnt down to the ground, um, women raped, and much more violence that has occurred um, because of a single social media post. So it's really hard to comprehend the scope of the violence. Could you please give us an overview of exactly what has taken place in this past week and what started the violence to begin with? Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, firstly, I, I would uh, like to mention how the incidents was started. On 13th October, the extremist groups, Haidi Quran and the fourth of Lord Hunuma in a Nanohar Dhikipar Durga Pendel, and they took photos and share on the social media. And for using these photos, they create uh, the uh, insulting of Islams and attack on this temple at the around 11 a.m. And they uh, again they attack on 3 p.m. The uh, members of the puja committee they called the police different times, and uh, but not a single police uh, came forward to uh, protect them and save the temples. And at the evening at 5 p.m. Again, they came and uh, attacked the temples. They totally vandalized the temples and they thrown the all idols uh, to the ponds. And after the incidents, the, uh, is, uh, the, uh, the attacks on uh, temples is spreading all over the Bangladesh. And on that day, more than uh, 16 uh, Hindu temples were attacked uh, by the Muslims. But unfortunately, this is happening in the Kumila town city. All the police and law enforcement agency are available there, but they are totally silent. They didn't take any actions uh, to stop the violence. And till 19th October, seven days has gone, but the incidence is continuing. And Dipalaji, uh, uh, I have already uh, sent you the report. Till now, more than 335 Hindu temples are vandalized in more than 33 districts in Bangladesh. And 10 Hindus were killed, including seven were Hindu priests. And more than 25 Hindu women and girls were raped. And one girl was 10 years old. Uh, she was died after the rape. So you can easily imagine what is happening in Bangladesh. And uh, I, I would like to mention uh, what is the reality in Bangladesh. And you know the attacks on uh, Shalta in Sunamgons this year, attacks on uh, Shalia at uh, Ruksha in Khulna. Every time they create a fake news or insulting Islam and attack on Hindu houses, temples, and yeah, because it is a pre planned to uh, for Hindu cleansing in Bangladesh. And uh, unfortunately, Gombels are total silent. They didn't take any actions, even not a single. Uh, culprits being punished yet. So you can easily imagine that uh, the government has not willing to protect and save the Hindus in Bangladesh. The details of this um, 
the current situation in Bangladesh is deeply disturbing and horrifying. Um, we've been getting reports coming in and a lot of the photos and videos are extremely hard to watch. You can literally hear people screaming um, as somebody is being beheaded. Um, you can see that it's, it's, it's not just the killing of people. It's the casualness with which it's done. And I think you make a very important point that this is not the first bout of violence this year. Um, this has happened um, time and time again. So I've seen the photo that you mentioned that was taken where um, there's a, the book Quran is put in Hanumanji's lap. So some news reports were saying that it was actually Quran put at Durga Mata's feet, but it was actually in Hanumanji's lap, which actually from a Hindu perspective is actually would have been a sign of respect um, for the, for the text. Um, and Awami League officials have said that, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous. No Hindu in Bangladesh has done this uh, or would do this. But I think, you know, there's a lot of confusion around the involvement of the government and what, um, you know, how the government um, has actually created the environment for this violence to occur. Sure. I I mentioned that according to constitutions, Bangladesh is a secular country. And in parallel, Islam is the uh, uh, state religion in Bangladesh. And uh, I think uh, outside of Bangladesh, uh, most of the people knows uh, the present Bangladesh government is more secular and they are more sympathetic for Hindus and other minority communities. But the uh, real scenario is totally different. And if you can see the, what is happening uh, from the uh, Ramus in Chittagang, you see the continuous attacks on Hindus is uh, going on. And it is not a isolated attack. It is a uh, planned attack for the Hindu cleansing. And uh, yeah, we can mention that why, why the government is involved in this attack. Because if government was not involved, uh, to this attack on Hindus, so the culprits are get punishment. But we have been seen not a single get uh, culprits get uh, arrested or punishment. Yeah, but unfortunately, um, innocent Hindus were arrested and they didn't get bail from the court. Last year, you know the Jumandas, the court uh, didn't provide uh, the just uh, bail, and they rejected bail for the five times. And finally, the last month, he got bail from the court. So uh, even government uh, Hindus didn't get support from the government. Even they have no support from the court also. All yeah, so just to clarify, feel, are you saying that Hindus were arrested recently in the past week and a half? Or um, that in, the, in past incidences, Hindus have been arrested while um, the actual perpetrators have not been? Yeah, I, I want to mention that the, uh, this attack is not an isolated incident. It is a, uh, a attack on continuous series of attacks happening from 2008. If you see the continuous attacks on Hindus is going on. And every time they create uh, the fake uh, news for insulting Islam and they attack on Hindus. And if, in every case, we've seen uh, Police were totally silent. They didn't take any actions to stop the violence. And after the attacks, not a single perpetrator get got punishment. So it is um, clear that uh, the Bangladesh government 
didn't want to save or protect the Hindus. And so in past yeah. incidents, Hindus have been yeah. arrested yes, yes, who haven't yes, committed any crimes. But in the in this past week, the Hindus have not been arrested. Um, but so the perpetrators also have not been arrested. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. And yeah, I, even uh, the, in Bangladesh, the governments uh, are prone Islamization in Bangladesh. I have uh, sent this report before and government construct 560 model mosques in Bangladesh and uh, it cost more than 30,000 crore Bangladeshi taka. But every time our uh, temples are vandalized, but government didn't provide any compensation to reconstruct our temples. Our properties are grabbed by the Muslims. So this is double stunt for the governments. Only in one instance, they provide support for Islamizations. On the other way, government uh, is uh, didn't take actions for the violence on Hindus. So, uh, and uh, I, see, I want to mention, yeah, yeah, I see where this conception that the government is involved in the violence is coming from now um, with the, you know, the mention of the ways in which they're not actually helping the Hindu minority community in the country. Um, but please go on. Yes. I want to mention the, during the liberation war in 1971, you know, the um, nearly 3 million uh, Bangladeshi people are killed by the Pakistan army. And out of 3 million, about 2.5 million were Hindus. And uh, more than one quarter Hindus uh, have forced to leave the country and take shelter in India. And Bangladesh got independence by the blood of uh, Hindus. But unfortunately, in Bangladesh, Hindus have no rights. They have created a second class citizen. And now the minority cleansing and Hindu cleansing is happening. And uh, Hindus didn't get any proper justice. But uh, till now, three crore Hindus in living in Bangladesh. So uh, through you, I appeal to the international community, uh, Hindu American Foundation, IRA, and all authorities to take actions to save the Hindus in Bangladesh. Yeah, I think um, I think you uh, you've uh, sat out a, a lot of uh, intersecting issues for us. So during the uh, Bengali Hindu genocide during the Bangladesh Liberation War in 1971. Certainly, um, the estimates say that it was approximately 3 million who were killed. Um, you know, it's difficult to get the exact numbers um, because, of course, there's no official records kept of exactly each person that was killed. But Hindus were the particular target for this genocide, and that's very well established. Um, if you go to genocide1971.com, you can always find more information on our HF website about that. But I think, um, you know, it's it's really, really important, I think, um, to know the ways in which Bangladesh um, has, you know, experienced a history of persecution of Hindus. And despite, you know, the Bangladesh government didn't exist um, before 1971, but once it came into existence, while it was secular, it slowly has started to evolve into a government which persecutes its minorities, in particular Hindus. So I think the points you make are are really important, but it's it's so hard to understand, you know, the ways that history echoes in the present and the ways in which these violences continue with impunity. One of the things that I'm wondering about is how 
the international community can help? What exactly can we do to make sure that this violence doesn't continue to, to speak out for the Hindus of Bangladesh? Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, actually, if the international community is still silent uh, for the uh, situation in Bangladesh, then Bangladesh will become another Afghanistan. And uh, when become uh, Afghanistan, Bangladesh become second Afghanistan, then international community will be not, nothing to do. So, so I request uh, national community to create pressure to the Bangladesh once and another way. And uh, we didn't see the proper coverage of the reports of atrocities on Hindus in the international media. So, firstly, I request you to cover the news in international media and involve the United Nations to create pressures on Bangladesh government to provide the proper uh, uh, actions to stop the violence and provide the proper security uh, and shelter for Hindus. And another way is that the in, even see in Afghanistan, Taliban is gathering the power day by day. And once they grab the whole country. And same is happening in Bangladesh. The extremist group is gathering their power and they took support from the government and other political parties. And nowadays they are working for cleansing of Hindus and uh, other minority communities in Bangladesh. And they want to create Bangladesh as an Islamic state. So I request, again, I request uh, the international community firstly to create the pressures. And I want to mention another uh, point is that in, in United Nations, Bangladesh is involved in peacekeeping mission. And Bangladesh is the largest contribution for peacekeeping in different countries. And Bangladesh army is foolish and involving there for creating peace. But in Bangladesh, the, by the name of religions, a, a community is totally uh, vanished. And they are always they are facing the atrocities. So uh, this is the time United Nations to stop uh, uh, the participation of Bangladesh in peacekeeping mission. If United Nations can do this, then Bangladesh government uh, will uh, face some pressures. Thank you so much. I, I think what you're saying is that the international community needs to put pressure on the United Nations and basically other governments that can influence Bangladesh because the Bangladesh government has been at the least reluctant, at the most completely unwilling to protect its minorities. So having other powers, so to speak, step in where the Bangladesh government isn't able to is what's needed here. Because with despite all of its involvement in the United Nations, it has not actually practiced any of the things that it's been involved with, um, including treaties and otherwise. I think the last question I have for you is are there any particular stories you'd like to share from friends, family members of a victim who was affected by the recent violence? What exactly happened? And if you would be willing to share, it would be a great way to honor their memory. Through the social media, everybody knows the name Purnimashil. He was gang raped by seven perpetrators, seven Muslims. And when the Muslims came and entered the house. Firstly, they vandalized the houses and they uh, killed all the men uh, on that house. And 
then they attacked on the women in the houses and at the time punima was only 10 years old girl and when the perpetrators goes to rape then her mother appeal uh, to the perpetrator oh, yeah, my my daughter is only 10 years so you can't rape if you will go one after another otherwise my daughter will die so actually actually it is very difficult to say the story because it is not possible to express what is the happening and what is the reality in bangladesh and you can imagine what was happening what was happened there when as a 10 years old girl was gang raped in front of her mother and other family members and mother argue, uh, argued demanded the perpetrators goes one after another to rape to her girl to her daughter because otherwise she will die and unfortunately the victims didn't get justice and the perpetrators even arrested in bangladesh they didn't uh, get any punishments from the court and from the government the incidents of pornima shell from in bangladesh from 2001 is certainly horrifying i i know there's a lot of things happening right now in bangladesh so i'd really like to speak to exactly the situation in bangladesh in yeah, the past yes, week i want to mention the one name mm-hmm. one pornima shells and if you uh, cover the all bangladesh story you will get thousands of punnima shield in bangladesh and uh, even the attacks are there these attacks are more uh, brutal and more dangerous than the punnima shield is happening in bangladesh right is there anything else you'd like to share about the situation in bangladesh the recent violence and what we can hope for next in bangladesh hindus are get the discrimination in all our sectors in bangladesh even hindus didn't get the jobs in in uh, government sectors and even you know that during the covid pandemic situations the lost of hindu people lost their jobs and uh, thousands of business uh, has stopped but government tried try to provide some compensations uh, to the peoples so that they can start their business and the other agencies and ngos provide jobs for the jobless people but unfortunately hindus are totally excluded from all kinds of support from the government and other agencies yeah and this is the reality and when you know a when a community was targeted by the name of religious and this community is totally patriotic they love their countries and not a single uh, person was uh, got as a criminal as a, against the country and but this uh, this is happening by the name of hindus uh, the perpetrated uh, the extremist group always targeted bangladesh but the they, uh, the perpetrators haven't got any punishments uh, from the government and even the uh, the people uh, can get the last shelter from the court but in court hindus didn't get proper justice from the court 
Can you tell us anything else about the violence that took place to help us understand the scope of what exactly, you know, the scope of the trauma? All over the Bangladesh, all the Hindus in Bangladesh are in traumatic because the incidents happening in all over parts of Bangladesh. It started from 13th October and two days in 19th October. The, the, the situation is going towards the day by day. And the last day uh, in the Pirgons, uh, in Rangpur districts, the extremist group entered a Hindu village and they demolished the total Hindu villages. They burned all houses and set fire on the 300 uh, Hindu houses. And uh, during the attacks, the, all the Hindu people, including uh, the ch ch child, children, they took shelter in the paddy field, nearby paddy field. Because if anyone are there, they will be killed by the extremist group. And But during the attacks, they called many the local police stations, they called to the local authority, they called to the local um, uh, MPs to provide uh, support to provide shelters to provide uh, protections, but not a police or any others come forward to save the Hindus. When the whole uh, houses were burned, at the end, police came. So this is the reality. And I want to mention another in the uh, Borgona districts in a, that uh, in a village. Uh, this village is totally Hindu populated village. And most of those are fishermen. They, uh, yeah, yeah this district is very close to the Bay of Bengal. And the Muslims attacked on those villages and they looted all valuable things. They burned their houses, they burned their boats because the fishermen using this boat for catching fish on the seas, they burned their, uh, they burned their uh, uh, nets also. So, the extremist groups not only want to create fear, they want to storm, they want to vanish um, the whole Hindu community. Because uh, they, why they burn the boat? Because if the bomb launched their boat, the fishermen couldn't cast fish and they took, uh, they couldn't earn money. And finally, they will die. And um, Yes, and this is happening in, same is happening in Kumilla district. Till now, I got a message from uh, a local community at Kumilla, at Lakshams. The, the group of extremist groups entered the uh, shops, of Hindu owner shops, and they, did, and they vandalized the shops, they burned the shops. And they threatened if they shout and if they inform others, then they will be killed. And uh, this kind of uh, attacks is happening all over the country. Thank you so much um, for joining us today. This is a really, really difficult topic to address. So I appreciate your time and your consideration and actually walking us through all the violence that had happened now and how it relates to all the violences that have been happening in the past. And it's all culminated in the, the events of this past week. 
Thank you to our listeners also for taking the time to learn about this topic um, and lend your support for Bangladeshi Hindus. There's a lot more that we can all do. Um, stay tuned um, to learn more about what HEF is doing in terms of awareness and advocacy and get involved with our Dharma Ambassadors Program or our Dharma Advocates Program. With that, I'll wrap up for today. Again, I'm Deepali Kulkarni, HEF's Director of Human Rights, here today with an anonymous activist from Bangladesh who's speaking on behalf of Bangladeshi Hindus. Best wishes, and we'll continue praying for you. And my heartiest thanks to Indo-America Foundations and all the Hindu community all over the world. And my final appeal to the international community to come forward to save and protect the Hindus in Bangladesh. Otherwise, a community will be totally banished from Bangladesh and Bangladesh will become second Afghanistan. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Well, that's it for this episode of That's So Hindu. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute and leave us a nice five-star review. It's how you can help the show get discovered by more listeners. You can help ensure that more of these get made by making a donation to HAF at www.hinduamerican.org slash donate.